Hi, I'm Eric Upton. And I'm Christy Upton. We've been married for a while. And we've got three kids. We've also been youth pastors for a long time. In 2017, we left our home and everything we loved in California. And we moved to Arizona. All because God told us to. It's been an adventure, and we still aren't sure what's next. But here we are. We used to do this thing after youth group at our house on Wednesday nights. All our leaders would come over and hang out in our kitchen. Sometimes till three in the morning. It was our favorite night of the week. We called it Mommy Daddy Time. Because it didn't start till after the kids went to bed. Now we're starting a podcast. We're calling it the Mommy Daddy Time Podcast. It's going to be like hanging out with your best friends after the kids go to bed. So if you're looking for our tips and tricks on how we do life, ask us and we'll answer it on the show. So let's get started. Enjoy the show. Let's do this. Three, two, one. Hey, Hey. what's going on, everybody? My name is Eric, and my wife, Christy, is sitting beside me. My name is Christy. Yeah. I can introduce (laughs) myself. Thank you, I introduced you. Well, I didn't want it to be one of those cheesy things where it's like, I'm Eric. (laughs) It's an Eric show. Yeah. I'm Eric. I'm Christy. I don't know. I always always think that's weird, so I just took it. I'm Christy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like the Mickey Mouse Club or something like that. Anyways, uh, welcome to the Mommy Daddy Time podcast. This is episode five. And if you've made it this far, we really, really, really appreciate it. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm really impressed. Hopefully you'll stick with us the rest of the way. If you haven't done so already, it would mean a lot to us if you would uh, our point to if you listeners. would subscribe to our podcast. If you haven't left us a review, please leave us a review. It really, 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 really does help us out uh, with the ratings and getting other people to know about this. So uh, that's my shameless plug right here in the beginning of the show. Um, so welcome to the Mommy Daddy Time podcast where we just wanted to have conversations and invite you into our kitchen because that's literally where we're recording this. Um, and honestly, we wanted the show to feel like you're getting together with your best friends after the kids go to bed. And our kids are in bed. They're in bed and they're sleeping. Yeah, that happened fast tonight. It was so nice. Yeah, they were really tired. I love tired. nights when they just go to bed. If you're a parent, the secret to getting to kids seven and under into bed is to run the snot out of them throughout All the day. day. And no naps. No naps. <laughs> Unfortunately, Finn took a nap, but he was still really tired. Yeah, well... So- Pools help. Yeah, pools Swimming definitely help. Um, so, Christy, we're talking about a bunch of marriage stuff tonight. I love it. Uh, but I wanted to hit you with this first, all right? Do you think... This is, a, this is a very popular question. Do you think that opposites attract? This can get heated for a lot of people. It Do you totally think opposites can. attract? I, I think in a way, people can have opposite personality types but still have a lot of the same beliefs or a lot of the same goals and that unites them. Okay. So do you mean, is it a good idea then for people with opposite personality types to get together and start a relationship? Do you think it matters if people have opposite personality types? Uh, I think there are some personality types that mold better with other personality types. Sure. Um, But I don't, I mean, is there... I guess, I guess to ask, do opposites attract? Opposites definitely attract because we I see it so. all the time, right? Like yeah. we see people I mean, where, scientifically. Well, that's yeah, scientifically, true. polar opposites and all that, whatever, magnets, batteries, that kind of thing. But yeah. uh, no, I mean, in, in personalities, do um, is it a good idea for opposites to attract? Is it a good idea for someone who's incredibly outgoing and extroverted to hook up with someone who's really introverted? Yeah, I absolutely think that's totally okay. I think I'm super... Ex- I'm super, um, I'm Ex- an extrovert extroverted. and you're an yeah. introvert, which shocks a lot of people. 
You're a total introvert. I am. We'll talk more about that in a few. Yeah. But yeah. But so I like think we're opposites totally, on that end, the introvert extrovert I think spectrum. the opposites definitely can attract. But like I said, I think there's always something that kind of binds you together. But that doesn't mean to say that I believe only opposites can attract. Right. You can have two people with the have, same personality type who get together. Uh, exactly. Do you think it's a good idea for someone... Uh, like, let's talk about all the opposites that tend to get together, right? Like, every marriage conference we've ever been to has pitched spenders versus savers. Yeah. That seems to happen a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, like how much of our audience are spenders and how much of them are savers. You're the saver. Yeah. I'm the spender. So that definitely happened in our marriage. Yep. Um, extrovert, introvert. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about outdoorsy versus indoorsy? I love that. Yeah. There's some people who like to just sit by the, do you think that works? The fire and in the, in a book and the other people are like, no, let's go hiking. Is it, is it good to have that in a relationship? Do you think, or do you think that's detrimental over time? Uh, I guess it just depends on where. Don't give me that depends. I, there's like, there's <laughs> not a really a, a right answer on this. I don't think. Nope. There's a right answer. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all the like psychologists are like, no. Yeah, I know. Um, I, there's, there's a bunch of things that I don't know. We have experience with a lot of people having opposite personality types, opposite perspectives and being attracted to each other. Um, and, getting into relationships with each other. Here's why I ask with the opposites attract thing. Um, someone asked us, they wrote in and, and this is kind of our first question for tonight. We're doing kind of a marriage focused podcast tonight, which is kind of fun. My faves. Um, yeah. So a mommy daddy time episode five, it's a marriage podcast. So even if you're not married though, I think this is going to be good because there's a lot of people who aren't married out there that may or may not listen to this podcast. And it's just good to listen to people who have walked through the, the trenches of marriage to an extent and are willing to share what they've experienced so that, mm-hmm. you know, you can go into yours whenever that happens with wisdom, I yeah, guess. Yeah, absolutely. And who's to say that you wouldn't take this into just a dating relationship? Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of this definitely applies to that. So yeah. um, here we go. Buckle up. We're having a marriage focused podcast tonight. I've got my LaCroix beverage. It's grapefruit flavored. What are you sipping on, Christy? Same, same, same grapefruit, LaCroix, LaCroix. If you listen, we would love to be sponsored by you. Just <laughs> saying. So hit us up. Ask at mommydaddytimepodcast.com. All right. Um, so here's the question that got written in. Caitlin wrote us and asked us how we compare in our personality types. And uh, I came up with some uh, other stuff around that. So uh, let's talk about our personality types. You you mentioned that you're an extrovert. I'm majorly an extrovert. I'm an introvert. And here's how we discover that. Because people who know us, that's a shock to a lot of them. It was a shock to me on our first year of marriage. It was a shock to me too when we finally figured that out. Yeah. Because I was the one who went to you and I was like, I think you're introverted. I denied like, it. No, no, I'm not. There's no way with how much I'm on a stage, with how much public speaking I do, how many times I'm in large groups, talking to large groups, um, around people all the time, enjoy being around people all the time. There's no way I'm an introvert. And we started doing the, the research into it. And we discovered that one of the key signs of someone being an introvert has to do with how they recharge. Mm-hmm. So when they're feeling down, when they're feeling like their tank is empty, uh, how do they recharge? And for an introvert, you recharge by being alone, by doing something where you feel safe and you feel a little bit more control over the environment. And, and mostly for me, you feel like you don't have to perform for other people. Yeah. And that, that was a big deal for me. That was a, like, 
And it's not even necessarily that you were trying to perform for me, like in personality and try to be like stage Eric or anything. But no. um, I think there was a lot of pressures in our first year of marriage. And I think that's when we made that huge discovery. Yeah. There were so many times where I'd be like, hey, I'm going to bed. Good night. And you'd be like, <laughs> good night. Peace out. Go, go to bed. Please go <laughs> please, away. Please go to bed. That makes it sound terrible because it, it makes it sound <laughs> like okay, in our first year of marriage, like you're like, okay, I'm going to bed. Like it's a soft invitation for sex. And I, <laughs> I'm just sitting down there like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like not attracted to you at all, which for the record, I'm very attracted to you. So <laughs> let's just get that out there right now. I think that's oh the funny part gosh. is like, it's not that there was a struggle in no. intimacy for us no. in our first year of marriage. Definitely not. It's just that I was waiting for you to go to bed so that so I could, could recharge my batteries. And for me being an extrovert, somebody who likes to be around somebody all the time or is charged by just kind of just being with another person. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of a shock to me because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have my family around. Like Eric doesn't want to spend time with me sometimes. And I just thought that was really weird. Yeah. Oh, the other thing is, is like you would ask me, you're like, hey, can I go see a movie? And I'd look at you and you're like, by myself. <laughs> but that mostly happened like after we had a kid. Because I think I would have loved... You started before. I don't think so. Would, I would have loved to have gone you... to a movie with you. You, it, It's just after we got married, you're like, here's a secret. I don't want to spend time at the movies with you. Well, it's a, yeah. Well, after having kids, it's very different going to see a movie because you're generally, you know, paying a sitter yep. and then paying like 25 bucks for movie tickets. You remember that time the movie theater wouldn't sell us a ticket because we were oh trying to gosh. bring our infant, what, son? It was, it was Finley, it was, wasn't it? It was Maisie. It was Maisie. Yeah. We were trying she to was, bring Maisie. She was I like she a was couple weeks two, old. No, she was two months old. Two she, months old. Oh my and gosh. And she was sleeping. No, no. It was She's nine the o'clock only at night. Child who would sleep soundly in the carrier. In the, <laughs> and we're trying to go on like a date night. Seat. Someone was watching Briley. We had a we finally got a date night. It was and we the took first Maisie time. to the theater and the movie was rated R and they wouldn't sell us a movie ticket. Because we were bringing a child in under eighteen is what they told us. That's what they t- I was so mad. That's I, a we story for so another mad. time, but I was so mad. Well they okay, to be fair, they did we did call in and complain and they did we got tickets we got free tickets tickets. yeah to be fair they they should have just sold us the tickets in the first place yeah and they did try to make it right okay so introvert extrovert is one way that we're definitely different some Mm -hmm. other differences that we have for sure and actually let me go back to this before we get uh even deeper into our differences of personality type i think where the introvert extrovert knowledge uh really came into play for you and i besides um the recharging thing is in the first year of our marriage, I would come home from a draining day of work. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as I walked through the door, you'd tell me that you invited family over or some other people over. And instantly in my head, I go to this thing like, oh, I got to be back on. And I check my tank and I'm like, well, nothing in there. And you would get, I would see your demeanor change. Yeah, I just, I'd, I'd get defeated or frustrated or something like that, but I didn't know how to express it. And I'd be like, it's just my best friend. Like she's <laughs> it's just my mom. Do you hate time. my mom? Like I, I seriously was trying to figure out like if it was something like you didn't like that friend or that family member right. was bugging you, but it, it wasn't. No. It was just, cause I'd tell you, no, you there's trained. nothing wrong with them. It's just, I, I don't know. I'm tired. I think that's all I, I could it, say. Honestly, I'm just tired. We didn't And it was such that. a poor excuse because it didn't really encapsulate what was going on. And we didn't really figure out the idea of introvert and extrovert until about six months of marriage. Yeah. I, th- I think possi- quite possibly even longer. 
than that. I think we were. I think it yeah. could have been after our first first anniversary where we figured that out. But I feel like the this is probably going to be jumping to the next thing, but I feel like the colors test was our first year of marriage. That was, so that, that was around the year. I that was after our, after our first six months, after our first anniversary, we took this thing called the true colors test. And this is exactly where I was going next to just talk about our differences. Yeah. So there is a ton of personality tests out there and we'll probably link to these in the show notes. Um, when we post those, but if you're interested in a really, really good personality test, it's called the true colors personality test or the true colors word sort. You can Google it and uh and find it i believe it's free i've only ever gotten it for free unless you pay for it on the website because you want to but you can totally get it for free if you just do a google search it's all posted there um there's also myers briggs which is a really cool one um produces a series of letters that kind of describe your personality um you can also do the hot one right now is the enneagram one which you have not done yet i well i started taking it and because I'm very logical and get frustrated with personality tests real fast. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up stopping because so. it's like a hundred plus questions and a lot of them are the same. So I ended up getting frustrated. Every I, personality test repeats their questions to oh, gain clarity. But that one's really long. I didn't think that one was that long. That I think the Myers-Briggs really is even longer. And yeah, then there's also I, the okay, DISC test. The DISC test is really real. good too. The only reason I took the Myers Briggs was because I was in school. Yeah, school sports, college makes everybody take the Myers Briggs. Psychology class made me take the Myers Briggs and then yeah. the other test that you just talked about. What was that one? Um, yeah, the Myers Briggs, the DISC test, the DISC test, and the True was. Colors Word Sort. Those are the ones that I'm most familiar with. And then the Enneagram is the new one everyone is talking about. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, if you're an Enneagram fan and you're curious what I am, I'm a three wing two, if I remember correctly. But I'm going to I'm going to triple check that actually right now. So um, let's talk personality. We did one that was called the true colors personality test. And this got brought into our lives by a coworker that I had. And um, she brought it in for our staff at the church that I worked at. And it changed everything for me. Like it was it was crazy powerful. So I took it and what it does is it breaks down your personality and it assigns you a color, which I like because colors are one of those things where they're, um, they're just non-judgmental. Like you can take the personality test and you come out a color and it's a color. Like it, like you won't, you don't come out an animal where it's like, Oh, my animal is clearly better than your animal. Yeah. Like, I'm a mouse. Yeah. Like, I'm a lion. Yeah. Well, I'm a lion and I eat mice. So there clearly my personality <laughs> what, is the best the, one. What's, what's another one? I don't one? want to talk about that one. We both know what we're thinking of right now. And that one is so dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to throw them under the bus, but it was dumb. So we came out with colors and what the test does is it gives you a dominant personality type that you use. So when you take the test, it's best to think of yourself in a specific environment, either work or home. I prefer people picture themselves at work or with their best friends because that tends to give them the best uh, and most accurate representation of their personality around the broadest audience of people. Um, So I took it. I came back an orange blue. And then I brought it home and I had Christy take it. And she came back a green orange. So we had similarities, but we also had two big differences in our dominant personality types. So for Christy being a green... Things like truth, honesty, justice, right, wrong, black, white, facts, 
all of that stuff matters a lot. Doing it the right way, doing it the most efficient way, making smart decisions based on research experience, those kinds of things really matter a lot to Christy's personality type. Yep. My personality type is what do I feel like today? And hyper competitive. And I like choices and options. And I like to be in control of those choices and options. And so we both took this test. And I remember sitting on the couch after you took the test. And I handed you my personality profile. And you handed me yours. And we just started reading about each other. And it's like this huge light bulb moment for the two of us in regards to that's why you do these things. I think we talked for like a good hour and a half or oh, two hours. Yeah. Just reliving stories in our home about. And it was, I think we talked for weeks of just different things that would pop up. And it's not even necessarily like, oh, this is why you do it this way. It was more like taking the things that maybe were frustrating at the time. And mm-hmm. we didn't understand why that other person did something a certain way. And then looking at that personality, that specific trait as such a strength and seeing why they did it a certain way. I don't know. It's just to, so to give, take, a, give a specific example. So for example, to take, um, uh, let's, let me think. I'm like drawing a blank. Um, so maybe, like loading the dishwasher. So when, when you would load the dishwasher, uh, I don't know if that's a great, it's, it's a small example, it's but like I will load the dishwasher Very differently. differently and not no, only I, no, differently, no, no, no. I mean, I will do it differently every time, every time, every single time every I load time. it differently. Whereas and you will do it essentially the, the same, same way, way every, every time. time and watching me do it different than the time before drives me nuts, <laughs> drove you nuts because there's no rhythm to your madness. There's not any logical way you did things <laughs> Doesn't or have to be logical, like <laughs> cups on the bottom, plates on top, <laughs> just whatever I felt like cups on top, plates on the bottom. Um, I mean, you'd have bowls facing opposite ways. Like it just <laughs> it didn't always make sense. I feel so judged on my dishwashing preferences right but now. But the thing is, is like it to look at that specific trait of yours to think, oh man, like this is very frustrating. You're such a a visionary, and you liked different things every time, and it's such a strength in you. Mm. So instead of viewing that as frustrating or a fault, it was like. I need to appreciate this personality type of that you have because when you go to an event, an event, you're going to think of different angles to make an event every single time of different ways to plan something of, um, out of the box things. Yeah. Like, no two events are going to be exactly and, the same. And they will even never be the ran event. the same. Like no. even if it's the same exact event every year that we do the same thing yeah. every year, it's going to be different every year. In well, and I'm ways. competitive and, and, and weirdly enough, like all like that's part of the orange personality is being competitive yeah. and I'll compete against myself. So like when that event comes around the second year in a row, I'm competing against last year's Eric to yep. outdo him. Right. Yep. So here's, here's the example that I go to. I just thought of this. Right. So dishwasher is kind of lame, but this is the one that I thought of. I remember early in our marriage, I was driving home in my, 
it was probably in the ugly car, the, the, what was that? The Buick or whatever oh, yeah. that I borrowed from a friend. Guys, this car was so hideous. I looked like a pedophile and I worked it in student so ministries. Bad. It was so bad, but, but I was, was driving home and we were so thankful at the time. So, we did not so have happy, the money for another but car. But it was, it was a pedophile car. It was so bad. But I remember driving home one day and I was thinking about it. And I was like, I think a truck is the next vehicle that I, and I just started dreaming about what kind of truck I would want to have and what it would look like and what it would be like. And, and I started designing it and I I got myself all worked up, right? Mm -hmm. Cause I, like you said, I'm a visionary, I'm a dreamer and I come home and I remember walking in the front door of our little condo that night and you're, yeah, you're making dinner. We're really squeezing pennies together to try and make ends meet month to month. Both of us are working. You're finishing your degree. Like it's really tight in our think, home. And you didn't even just have one job. I think you had like I had three. three at the I time. I had three at the time. And so I come in the door and I'm like, babe, I've decided I'm going to get a truck. And like those words come out of my mouth. And to me, it made sense that when I say that, it means dream with me. Let's talk about a truck. I say it and Christy, like she's, I, I can picture you in the kitchen and you're like chopping vegetables or something for dinner. And like literally you do one of those slow knife set downs as if you had discovered some terrible hidden secret that I had in my life and you're just waiting on me to get home and talk about it. It was just, and like, I like <laughs> looked up at you like, how in the heck are we going to get a truck? <laughs> like we don't even have money for like a full grocery bill right now. <laughs> We're eating pasta roni and I'm <laughs> spicing it up with some, some peppers. Right. Like it was, it was so funny. She goes on this probably 10 minute speech of how we can't afford a truck. And like my heart just breaks because my wife doesn't want to dream about something with me. Like in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, I know we don't have money, but you're a dream killer. And it, it created this tense moment for us that we had. And then fast forward a few months, I think when we learned about our personalities, I was like, that's why it explained how much oranges like to dream and talk about them, even if they never happen and how to a green when things are spoken by another person it means they're well thought out, well mapped out, and have a real possibility of, of happening. Yeah. Well, what were you gonna say? Well, it just made it made at that time it made sense because there were often times where I made a phrase or a joke like, "Eric, you're way up here," and I would point up to the sky and I'd be like, "I'm living down here on Earth." <laughs> like, you're thinking way up there. Like I need to, we need to meet at least halfway somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) And so I would, I remember saying that so much throughout the first year of our marriage. And then when we took the personality test, it made so much sense. Cause I even read through part of the orange Mm -hmm. um, personality traits. And I was like, this is why you say things that are up here and you don't want me. And that's why you get mad whenever I say that that's not reality. When you throw a lasso around my legs and just pull me down to earth. That's, you know, not going to happen right now. Cause for me, like to think about that as true or fact, or it's going to happen right now. It like, it, it really stressed me out. Yeah. But so after realizing that, like, and realizing that that's a strength and not necessarily a weakness. Um, it, it changed, changed everything. everything. It changed everything for us. And here's the thing, guys. Regardless of which 
personality test you ascribe to or prefer or like, the power in personality tests that Christy and I have found is in the development of the common language that you use inside your marriage. So if Christy and I had taken this personality test and kind of went, oh yeah, that's a good idea, and then stuck it on a shelf and didn't incorporate it into our marriage, it would not matter. It it wouldn't have made a difference in our marriage. We would have gone on with our everyday lives and we'd probably keep having the same fights over and over again. I think a lot of the value in personality tests isn't so much you learning about yourself, but it's you learning how to speak with and interact with the other people in your life. And in marriage, nothing is more important than the development of your communication. And if a personality test can give you language that you can use together that's huge oh yeah that's powerful yeah so So, sorry go ahead so now are you going to go to the now like this is kind of a couple things we do um yeah let's let's give maybe the the number one uh things that we do or a couple of things that we do that are are helpful because we know these things about each other's personality uh how do we how do we use the language i guess you now like what before just announcing what you're gonna do or what you want you say hey dream with me for a second i'm like okay like let's dream this is (laughs) she puts the knife down in a very different way (laughs) it's like okay let's have fun like let's pretend like okay we're imagining thing we're visionary like yeah Let's just and, roll and you're ideas. actually really good at it. When when I'm able to just give that short preface, like, "Hey, I want a blue sky for a minute. Hey, I want to dream for a minute." Totally. Um, you're able to shift gears in your mind, and you totally go there. Yeah. And it is so much fun. It's so much more fun because it's that I can be there with you, like, yeah. and I don't have to be fearful that now because we've dreamt about it that it has to happen right now. Right. So, and which is ironically another trait of my personality to dream something and then try and make it happen right. as soon as possible. But generally when you're like dream with me, you know, it's not going to maybe not going to happen right now. Sometimes we'll go to the drawing board and, and I'll ask you questions like just to kind of get where your head is at. Like, okay, where do you see this happening? Like, what are your goals? Timeline? Like, and it's never for you, for me to ask a timeline. It's not like, Hey, when do you want it to happen? It's like, Hey, do you see this happening in three, six, nine, or 12 months. Yeah. Like it's not giving you, Hey, when it's giving you maybe a range. Right. And then I get to pick it, which puts me in control, which I always love choices. Yeah. Choices. Right. So and even like whenever you come home, um, and I'm stressed out maybe about chores around the house and I'm like kind of venting, um, one of the things that I've realized that I can do now is, Hey, instead of like saying, Eric, you need to, help me. I need, you know, mopping done. Can you please, can you mop? I need mopping done. And you're like, okay, instead of just demanding things. Now I ask, like, Hey, Eric, I really, really appreciate your help. Could you possibly do mopping or the bathroom? And then I'll maybe give you options of things to do. And then when you choose to do something, you're like almost happier to do it because it was your choice. I feel, I feel like you're manipulating me sometimes, <laughs> but it's an okay hey, manipulation. You know, like it, it started off when we it. had young kids and like, it's, Hey, do you want to gather all the stuff we need to leave the house or do you want to change the diaper? And like both options suck because totally. I'm watching football and the option I choose is watch more football, but we have to go. So even just having the little bit of control, cause like, like we said earlier, my moods, change what I do and don't do all the time from loading a dishwasher to preferring to change a diaper versus, you know, put all the stuff in the diaper bag. 
Um, and I think for, for me with you, I think a big thing that's helped me translate you a lot is when you are going through those, um, those moments, you know, when the, the kids are chaos, the house is a mess, we've got to go and there's a million other things going on and you start expressing those things to me, just knowing that about Being you, very expressive. I, yeah, you're very expressive. I can just flat out ask you cause you'll list off about a hundred things that need to get done in your mind in the mm-hmm. next five minutes or the world as we know it will end. Oh, absolutely. Like literally Mount Vesuvius will erupt Mm -hmm. and our house will implode and God will come back and no one will get into heaven. If these things don't happen. Yeah, that's how you're acting. And that's not reality. (laughs) Oh, no, it's not reality. So, so what I do is I, I just kind of ask like, Hey, are you expressing something right now? Or do you legitimately need me to step in and do something? And it, it causes you to just pause for a moment and honestly reflect and say, if he jumps in and starts doing stuff, will it actually solve the emotional struggle that I'm having right now? And, and there have been times where you've said, no, I just needed to express something. I feel better now. It's really not that bad. I'm just having a moment. And that mm-hmm. helps me a yeah. ton just knowing that. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. What are some things that we're similar in? Hmm. So we've talked about how different we are, which yeah, we are, very, we are different. very different. We're very different and you're very attractive. So I'm attracted to my opposite. <laughs> um, but, uh, where are we the same? I can think of one area that we're the same. We're both very competitive people, very highly competitive, very competitive people. We saw yes. that on our cruise a couple of weeks ago and it was awesome. <laughs> um, what else are we the same at? Let's see, we're competitive. We're I think we can both do public speaking. I know you don't look at yourself as the same level or you don't see yourself much as a public speaker, but you are like, oh, you can do it. Thanks babe. Yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Well, I only speak truth unless I'm telling a story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, that's, that's really sweet. I really appreciate that. I, are we really that different that we have, we have struggles thinking of where we're the same? We are really different. We are. We're both white people. (laughs) We're the same in that way. (laughs) What else are we the same as? We both like to be active. I think that's another thing. Um, Which didn't start out that way. No. And that was very odd. I think it's almost less personality type and more uh, family history and dynamic. Maybe. Don't you think? Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of my... Your family was very active. Still is. Yeah. Yeah, my mom's running Ironmans and yeah. half marathons. And, and we say, and, and it's not to say that my parents just sit around. Like, my parents are super active, so just active. in very different ways. So they're yeah. very active. They own their own business. They're very entrepreneurial. They're very. constantly thinking and, and like, Outside scheming and, like, and creating and developing and, you know, pouring visionary. into other people. I think they're in, like, 23 different Bible studies uh, every week or something like that. So they're super active people, just mm-hmm. very different, right? Yep. So we get married. And we find out you're active in the sports, outdoorsy, yeah, get I'm together, like, do stuff, on a hike, have parties. And you're like, I'm like, what? why? It's Sunday. It's time to watch football. Yeah. Be quiet. And I'm sit like, down. Let's go on a hike. Let's go out. Let's do something. Like, there'd be so many times where you'd come home and I'd be, let's go on a walk. Like, I just need to get out. <laughs> and it would be like dragging I going you. On walks. It would be like dragging your like. I remember that just, when we lived in oh. Folsom. You're like, hey, let's let's go on a walk tonight. I'm like, do we have to? I felt like a toddler being drugged somewhere you didn't want to go but the cool part about that is that i think that was a big start of your Mm -hmm. like athletic career i mean not career but like i wish it was a career i wish i was a professional crossfitter no it it did start it started with walks and it started with little things 
And over time, I think I knew that there was a bunch of activities that I didn't enjoy. When we did co-ed soccer, I loved that co-ed indoor so soccer. That was so much fun. And then uh, we, we couldn't do that because you got injured. Yeah. But there was a number of other things that we tried. Like we tried the walking. We ran the half marathon. We did a bunch of that stuff. When I got turned on to CrossFit with you, that changed everything. Because I finally found a sport that um, I think it's built for people with my personality type. Because yeah. you walk into the gym and it's a different workout every, every time. single time. And, and it's I competitive. love it. And it's very competitive. But it's also competitive against yourself. I yes. think that's the biggest thing. That's the big thing. thing is I'm constantly it's like, competing yeah, you against can myself. compete against other people. But, and a lot of people actually don't realize this um, because they're like, oh, you have to put your time on the board and it's so, so competitive. You have to try to get the best time out of the you know box and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but you record that. And you can do the same workout and see how you do again. So it's you're competitive not only yeah. against everybody else, but really against yourself. Yeah. And so that's really what matters. Before we go down the CrossFit Sorry. rabbit trail. That's pretty um, easy to do, That's, that's going to happen a lot if you listen to this podcast. Just get used to it. Um, let me ask you this. Do you think it's helped to be different more than we are the same in our marriage? Is it? I guess that's what I'm asking as a general question. Is it more helpful to be different as a couple than to be similar? You're really thinking about it. I'm trying to think of other couples, couples who are that are the same, really similar, like without without naming them. I I can maybe think of a couple of people that are similar or uh, have the same personality, have type. very similar personality types, or something like that. Um, I think what we find is we have a balance with one another. There are moments, especially in parenting where uh, just having someone who can approach a situation uh, with a different mindset is really, really helpful. I think having kids with different personality types, and this is for a future episode too, we're going to talk more about this, but being able to parent to our child's personality type, it's helpful that Christy and I are not exactly the same. Yeah. Because if we were exactly the same, but our kids sprouted different personality types, it would be so hard to adapt yeah, because we didn't adapt with each other first. Exactly. Um, so I think in some ways it is helpful to be more different than it is the same. But there are other times when, like, when we're going through a disagreement where I'm like, it would be so much easier if she just saw things the way that I saw things. Yeah, totally. So much easier. Um, so, man, this has been a really good conversation. And I had hopes that we were going to get to other questions, but I think we're out of time. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think we're out of time. But... Man, that I, went fast. I that did. I Time flies when you're having fun. I actually stayed awake. You did. There Congratulations. was no yawning, and it's nine forty-four. Nine forty-four p.m. in the Upton Kitchen, episode five. Mark it down, people. This is a historic moment. Christy did not yawn once on this <laughs> and now episode. We're gonna be on two hands. Now we're. Get, what do you mean? Next time will be episode six. Oh my goodness. We're going to require two hands to two count, hands our episodes. count our episodes. That's such a big deal. Do you remember when you were five and then the next year you turned six you got and you're whole, like, you got, I could, you activated another, another hand. hand. It's like when you play a video game it was and like you a big activate deal. something. I remember, yeah. I specifically remember my mom being like, now you can have two hands up. And I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> episode awesome. six going to be a big deal. You guys. Episode six. We're going to throw a party or something. <laughs> That's so funny. For our point six, two viewers. Six episodes in and we're throwing a party like it's a big deal. Um, yeah. Man, thank you guys so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. Thanks to all of you who are already following.
following us on Instagram and on Facebook. If you haven't yet followed us, go check out our profile on Instagram. We're at Mommy Daddy Time Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Mommy Daddy Time Podcast. If you would like to submit a question, we would love to answer it. That's a whole yeah. point of this show. We'd love to hear any uh, any questions you guys have anything ridiculous anything. serious funny not funny doesn't matter funny. yeah ask us what our favorite um i don't know tv show is or our i don't know just ask questions we love answering questions uh, we hope you guys feel like you've just i don't know had a cool conversation with your best friends uh hanging out with them um, this is the mommy daddy time podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe, hit that subscribe button, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Also make sure that you give us a rating and a review. It really, really helps us out guys. We would really appreciate, especially a five star review. Um, <laughs> what? It's not wrong to pine for five star reviews. Every time, huh? Every, Every time. time. Yeah. Listen, if you've got a three star fours, you just keep that to yourself. We're working on being better. All right. Yeah. Lee. I, I don't know. I'm very sensitive. All right. That's, that's part of my personality. I'm very sensitive. I'm going to go sip on my LaCroix and think about life. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Have an awesome, awesome week. We will see you guys in the next episode. Episode six. Whoop, whoop.